Welcome to Tales from the Tour Van! <laughs> Today on Tales from the Tour Van, we have how to start a band, the start of your musical journey, why snow is not colorful, sex spots, and Eric Mother King Holland! Wait for it. Yeah. Oh man, how do we even follow that intro with actual content? Oh man, that was pretty good. Well, <coughs> cheers, everybody. Uh, definitely cheers. cheers on a Thursday night. We just went to uh, Jackalope's Pub, hung out with our friends Johnny Thunderrod and his friend Johnny Thunderrod. Johnny Thunder Rock. Man, you guys are so good at killing it. Just... Oh, dude. Thanks, man. I've been killing it since I was born. Like, I'm, I'm drinking this Mexican Fiesta Pilsner. Oh, wait. When I read that in the van, it kind of freaked me <laughs> out because I was like, Mexican Fiesta Pils? Because it says on the bottle, like if you could see it, it says Mexican Fiesta Pils. Go, so what are you smuggling across the border? Right? Well, are you responsible for Trump's wall? No, we got to go back to Storm Brewing because I promised that so, I would bring this home. Okay, so what, what involves this Pilsner? Like, what's uh, in it? Well, there's habanero peppers and Pilsner. So it's a colon cleanser is what you're saying. So good. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, it comes from the the the, the word Perza, and that's that was in ancient times. Wait, wait. Frizzle? Frizzle or Frizzle? Like in ancient times. Like Frizzle? Like Magic School Bus? No, like Jeff Frizzle from oh, Jack Holland oh. Elementary. Shout out Jeff Frizzle. And uh, it, it was Pass when... class. It was when... Uh, <laughs> Pass class. It's when Jeff uh, herniated his uh, deviated Ooh. septum. Wait. How do you herniate... Okay, I... Okay. Back it up. And um. <laughs> he decided that the only way... Because... He knew a few people that were like... Oh, he probably had to take it downtown and then bring it back up. Yeah, he took it downtown, brought it back up with habanero peppers, and therefore got his job back at Jack Hall. And he undeviated his septum. <laughs> For sure. Oh, For sure, bro. This guy's been through a lot. Yeah. You never uh, know when you don't back down. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to give a shout-out to Lewis uh, Spring. Lewis? Spring. Lewis. Never met him. Love him already. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's good jealous guy. that he's not with us right now. His hair was exceptionally exceptional. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, so we have a few topics we're going to talk about. We, but first, a, we're, be, before we before we get to those, um, who do we have with us? Oh well, we have a new member of Speed Control. We have uh, we have birthed this man, E. Eric. E. Eric. Holland. Oh man, I make I make so many mistakes on this on the school shows because because <laughs> Ian March was our drummer for so Your long. Program. He's a great guy, awesome drummer, and I was so used to like introducing Ian March all the time. And the first show I said Eric, and then I said Lewis, and then I said Ian all in the same show. <laughs> and Eric just he hung it down. He, so now we have E. Eric from yeah. the Eaterwebs. Yeah. But if you want to know more about Eric, you got to look up Thunderhawks. That was his old band. And they were great. Is that what it was called? Thunderhawks? Thunderhawks. Okay, anyways, time for interview. Eric, what's your name? My name's Eric. Okay, where, where do you hail from? I'm originally from Ontario. 
I hailed up to the Yukon from Calgary, though. Spent some time in the uh, the Peter Lougheed area. Oh, yeah. I just thought, man, the Rockies are great. I'm going to go see the rest of them. <laughs> okay. Um, How old are you? 26. 26. In May. And sweet. Wait, May, May, what date? 24th. Oh, May the 24th be with you. Yes, sir. Yes, we're almost at May the 4th. Um, uh, so you're 25 right now? Right now, you play you play the drums. Uh, what's your main instrument, though? The drums. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else do you uh, shred? I shred the guitar. Yeah. I try to at least. Yeah. Hopefully, shred like uh, the darkness one day. Oh, dude. Okay. So the darkness's voice or uh, Van Halen's voice? Uh, what's his name? Oh, the darkness. Yeah, I gotta go with the darkness. You gotta take her down and take it easy with what you can get. Okay, April Wine or Trooper? April Wine. Yeah, I gotta go. With, I saw them in uh, 2006, 2005. Yeah? No, wait. Two, yeah, no, 2005 when I came back from Greece. Yeah. I think that the reason why I choose April Wine 2 is just like Trooper just got overplayed, right? Uh, also, they just... got too drunk at the 202 in Whitehorse, and they really? it was the drummer's birthday, and they actually couldn't play their songs. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they sucked. Love you, Trooper, but come on, stab it up, bro. Hashtag, uh, <laughs> uh, raise a little hell. Hashtag, raise too much hell, take her down a notch. Um, uh, what are you doing, Whitehorse? I currently uh, do construction in Whitehorse. Sweet. Yeah, uh, I was going to school for a bit, but yeah. now I'm just uh, dedicated to rock and roll full time. Dedicated to rock and roll. Uh, Eric and I have decided that he's going to start his new uh, business called Eric's Everything. <laughs> yeah, and I'll do everything. What are you going to do? Um, everything? Mostly like odds and ends, you know. I'll, I'll really do anything but uh that's legal yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh my my biggest question is can you pour concrete absolutely oh, okay, pour it so out of a wheelbarrow uh, out of a bucket out of a, a hose jp burrell we have a man for you he uh he also pours concrete nice he also fixed my base when it magically exploded into three pieces in edmonton oh that's awesome yeah uh that's the nice thing about yamaha bases through neck so both sides of it just broke off and it was like i all of a sudden had a stick base man and he was like oh man i can fix that and so we what spent, kind of intense rock move did you pull off to make i pulled off uh, baseball? uh wow i'm pissed off that we are playing in this dive bar in edmonton and there's no one here on a saturday night guitar smash yeah yeah, that's that's the kind of move I pulled. But he put back a uh, a, a, a very expensive Yamaha bass together that's and awesome. rewired it all, and it played better than when it came. And then it proceeded to get stolen. And then someone stole it in Surrey. Where were Surrey? Yeah, BC. Surrey, Surrey, BC. There's a bunch of teenagers on bikes. Yeah. They cut the locks on our trailer, and then. Mm -hmm. uh, Stole my base, uh, the Mot motorbikes or uh, no, 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 pedal bikes. <laughs> it was all on bicentennial camera. bicycles. Oh, yeah, it was all on camera at the uh, Best Western on King George. King Don't George, stay there. Best Western <laughs> there's a, on King George. There's a pedal bike mob, and yeah. they haven't been taken care of yet. And the 
security guard fell asleep, and uh, all of a sudden, 16 teenagers decided to pedal off with my base in a mono bag, which was also awesome, and then our soundboard, one main. Do you think that guy ever got good, good at base? Do no. you think he was already good at bass when he stole it? No, no. He was like possibly the worst bass player because he took my bass amp yeah. and it was too heavy for him. So he left it like and a he, block it, away? It, yeah, it was in a block away in the alley. <laughs> we, we actually found it in a tree. Yeah, it was like, dude, oh, man. dude. He's going to come back for it later. So he's like, I'll just hike this tree with it. He was not, dude, he was not coming back for it later. It was like 75 pounds. <laughs> so today we, uh, we played uh, a school... We wrote a rock anthem for the school, and Eric will now give us his version of the school song. Go! Crestview, they were the best. Parkcrest, Parkcrest School, where are the best school? Everybody here is really freaking cool. We like to always respect each other. Like they oh. were my sister or my brother. Instagram poll out there to ask what we're talking about. We pulled an Instagram poll out there. And some people asked <laughs> us to. Pulled out. <laughs> so our friends, the statistics, they asked. Wait. To, okay. They asked us to do a play-by-play -play of the Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid, but we're gonna do that, but not tonight. Not tonight. That's coming next podcast. Oh, you guys didn't tell me it wasn't tonight. I got no, everything no. ready. Dude, I know you're <laughs> wearing your tail, but we will get that back. On so, Vancouver Island. So we pulled random things from a hat, and we have decided to talk about... <coughs> so the first topic is how to start a band. Okay, so let's talk about how to start a band. So here's what, in the words... Okay, of, Graham's advice on how to start a band. Here's what you need to do. You need to be in a relationship for four years, and then realize that relationship isn't what you want to be in, and then lose everything you have... But then respect the person for leaving you because she's probably better off. And then you call your brother and say, dude, I'm super sad. And then you find a drummer named Eric and you make a band. <coughs> and that's 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 how you make a band. Cool. Yep. Okay. It's really Eric, good. Eric, super we're going to defer to you for take two of how to start a band. You got to have friends. And you gotta have a uh, mm, mm. have motivation. A question from the audience: yeah. Do you have to have friends in low places or high places? You can have friends in any places. I like but it. But if you wanna, like, uh, you know, advance yourself, hang around people that are better than you. Ah, huh. so low places. Yeah, I, I would say hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my advice on how to start a band is uh, learn the power chord and then just run at people with your power chord. And go. Do, 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 do. Mm. I feel like uh, where where I kind of come back to the motivation there is uh, you can start a band, but if uh, if you really want to do anything with it, you gotta have like uh, some sense of push, some sense, some touch of reality to like make yourself do the things it takes to get you where you want to be. Like you gotta hold you gotta on. Work, you know, yeah, you gotta hold you on got. to what you got. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't make a difference if, if, you, if you take it or take not. not. We've got each other, and that's, and that's a, a lot, lot for love. We'll give it a shot. Oh, man. Whoa! I'm, um, I'm happy that you knew all the lyrics, because I was just yeah, sucking. Uh, Jody, how do you start a band? 
I already said it. You, Craigslist. You get your yeah. It's misconnections on Craigslist. Have you guys ever done the Craigslist at like some of them are freaky Dude, and some of them are they're, creepy. Some they're of them are frightening. Yeah. We'll have to do that as a segment. You want to know what? The best way to start a band is called BJ Killer in Calgary, Alberta. And you go fishing with that guy, and you slap. You have the fish fight, and you slap him with a brown trout. Every <laughs> so every time we played this, it's called a gig for called Rockin' for Dollars. Oh, and wait, are we there? Oh, it is. It's and, there uh, on my screen. Rockin' and, for dollars. And, and we... This is what we do. We have money. never played a gig in Calgary <laughs> for money. We slap each other with brown trout. For a long time. And then, for money. And then my buddy, uh, Jesse Vale Rhodes, he says... I Roadhouse know. Records. Uh, he's like, this is what he said to me. He's like, I don't know if you should play that gig because you're not really guaranteed money, but like, it's kind of fun. And so we took the chance and we signed up. And, like, we're a Yukon band. And so we signed up, and then we get this message from BJ Killer. And he's like, holy mother of God, you're from the Yukon. You're in. And then we didn't win the money, but he gave us 100 bucks anyway because he's like, you're a touring band. You're super cool. And so for, like, three years, <clears throat> we would always somehow happen to be in Calgary on a Wednesday night we play rockin' for dollars, and I think the best prize we ever got was uh, uh, used guitar picks. But BJ Killer is one of the like my best friends, and we actually have a hunting trip planned where he's gonna come up to the Yukon and shoot a moose with me and my dad, and then we're going down there to shoot some deer. I'm gonna shoot some fish, and, it's, and we're gonna shoot yeah, some fish, and it's gonna be great. Fish. But we now play Calgary, and we can play at 9 o'clock at night, and there's 200 people there. That also, are... we would like to thank Sellout and Fall City Fall for bringing 200 people at 9 p.m. But it's like, we play like, they're singing our songs, and that's crazy. We're a band from the Yukon, and people are singing our songs. It's like the best freaking gig ever. And then BJ always pays us in deer meat. Which was really good. I ate it in Fort McMurray. It's usually just slathered on our bodies. It was super good. And then, and then he gives us a couple hundred bucks, and then we get like ninety-five beer tickets for uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. I would also like to thank Eric Andrews for running uh, Punk Rock Bingo. Punk, oh, Punk Rock Bingo. Eric, tell us about the time you've never been to Punk Rock Bingo. The time I never been to Punk Rock Bingo, it got canceled because they fucked up all the tickets. Way to go, not Punk Rock Bingo. You never let Eric in. Okay. That's your own fault. Next topic. Why snow is not colorful. I'm going to defer to Eric. Okay. Okay, okay you've so, been watching lots of quantum physics, so. I think why the reason why snow is not colorful, it's water. Water's clear. Yeah. Okay, and when it... <coughs> comes down from the sky it comes down in snowflakes and because they're not packed as tightly as water molecules and they're like separated i think that it like i don't know maybe reflects the light or something it looks oh. white because it's not packed as solid as like a clear glass of water i like it yeah i like it i don't know i'm gonna go with uh so why snow is not colorful well first off what eric said it's it's water. Seriously. It's water. It's clear. Come on, people. Okay, also, no. if snow is colorful, maybe don't eat it. 
Well, yeah, I wouldn't. No, we need unless it's purple. We need to talk about this. Wait, like, wait, purple. Graham rain? taught me purple is okay. Purple rain. Yeah. So for serious, because like snow is like a thing, and then <laughs> wait, like, wait, wait, and then pollution and stuff. It's got but, very charming. But the moral of the story is like when you take it down and you put it back up, and then you never don't back down on that. Put it up. You have to realize that sometimes. Things aren't what they seem. No. Lewis Spring. Lewis Spring told us that in a basement in Fort McMurray. That's the same thing I was asking why a Twinkie. Is white not a color? I was talking. Okay. <laughs> Fucking let me talk. Okay. <coughs> Twinkies. Um, Twinkies never expire. They also never don't back down. So tell me why snow wasn't white then. I'm still wondering if white's um, a color. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Have you seen the... Was it that... The same. No, no. It's the I, I thought I was oh, making a good it's point. The, it's the Family Guy episode where they the nuclear apocalypse. It's season one, I think. Where it's pronounced nuclear. Nuclear apocalypse happens, and they have to go find the Twinkie episode, and they're going left, right, and they find yeah. uh, what's his face, Paul Newman. Oh yeah, Randy, Paul Newman. Newman. Randy, Randy Newman. Newman. Paul Newman's the guy who makes the salad dressing. Yeah. Uh, and he Randy also Newman. said uh, he, he was, takes the apple down and he takes eats a big bite. Choose it once, choose it twice, twice. choose it three three times. times. We need to leave. Okay, moving on. Okay. Um, We've discussed Rocking for Dollars, which is currently the best show in the land. Like, seriously, you don't even need to make money. If you're in Edmonton, get your ass there already. Come on, bands. You suck. Just go to Calgary. It's better. No. (laughs) Go to Edmonton. Go to Rocket for Dollars and get it going. Because maybe you might be half as good as Calgary someday. Maybe one time. One time. I went to University of Edmonton. I loved you then. One time in Calgary, I went uh, playing guitar on the streets. And it was pretty fun. Like uh, I was sitting there for a while and this guy in a wheelchair came up to me. He's like, hey man, can I perform with you? I was like, of course, why not? And he just started doing wheelies, man. I was singing like... uh, what was I saying? Well, dude, it was Wheelie Dan. Yeah, and, and people just started losing it, man. They were yeah. throwing tunies at us. I had to close my eyes while I was playing because tunies were just coming all over the place. And uh, yeah, real? people loved it. They just started losing it, man. This guy was jumping the curb and hopping back up and spinning on one tire in a 360. It was insane. And he was like, he must have been like 60 something, too. And he he loved Johnny Cash. He's like, oh, do you know Johnny Cash? Play Johnny Cash. I'll do some crazy wheelchair tricks while you play Johnny Sweet. Cash. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. You probably okay. made more money than speed control does. Okay, so the Warfare Animal Act has requested this next topic. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. The Animal Warfare Act. Don't so the me. Animal Warfare Fact is a... Act. <laughs> act. Not fact. Fact. is is a band. In fact is a band. That spawned from Vanya Catholic Secondary School. So there's something pretty amazing about watching a metal band perform at their school talent show, and then they rip the Bible up at a Catholic school and what? burn it. You saw this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Manus, you rock. Never stop. Okay. Most... Okay, we're going to start with most fun things about touring. Eric. Most fun things about your experience in touring. So far since I've been here, I think it was making a snowman with Graham like an hour ago. <laughs> nice. Most fun things about touring in Ontario. Um, 
Uh, I got to tour with Frankie Muniz, the guy from Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, what? Yeah, he was like dead silent, didn't want to talk to any of us, but uh, oh, yeah, we pulled over. Okay, what was his band? Uh, King's Foil? Okay. they were called? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, we pulled over our tour uh, RV in this, like, downtown Quebec, and we are like, Frankie, come on, man, have a beer with us. And, yeah, we called him on board, calling girls in off the street. It was just us and Frankie, man. It was cool. And he didn't say anything. He was pretty quiet, yeah. yeah. He barely spoke. He, yeah. Yeah, I think he said hi to me once, and maybe maybe the next time like I said Malcolm leaving in the ditch. Okay. Uh, Graham, most fun things about touring... Being away from like the life struggles of doom. That's, most, that's pretty Ben Wanja. Yeah, <laughs> but but the the hashtag Ben Wanja. Ben hashtag Benny Swole. Hashtag get it. Hashtag Gorilla Wear. Honestly, like some of the most fun times we've had on tour is like Seven Eleven. I freaking love Seven <laughs> Eleven. It's like the hot oh, dogs. Man, yeah, we haven't. You have guys haven't taken me there yet. And then the chili dogs. The taquitos, but like. This one time, it's like way back when, me and Ian and Jody, we uh, we were pretty hungry, and we didn't have the car because we left the car at the at the venue because we were maybe a little bit too inebriated. We had too many adult Coca Colas prior to that. And so we were gonna run to Seven Eleven, but we decided to run to Seven Eleven in our underpants because pants. Hold on, okay, no, no, we we went. Say, see, we were on White Ave in Edmonton. And we had our hotel was downtown Edmonton, which was about three and a half kilometers away. Yeah. So we got a ride back to the hotel, and then we were like, "Oh man, our tour van's gonna be towed!" And so we uh, we decided we had to run back to it. And by the time we ran back to it, we'd probably be sober because we had just sprinted across Edmonton. And that's fair. And so then we, we were sober enough to drive. But I had the great idea that if we ran without our pants on, there would be less wind resistance. Therefore, we would be faster and we would excrete more sweat and it would just blow off in the wind, therefore rehydrating us. Yeah, so we went to 7-Eleven and we bought all the taquitos. But I that was after we ran all the way across Edmonton and we had to dive in the bushes to stop the cops from running us yeah. and arresting us. But I, 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 I'm not going to lie. The 7-Eleven like, <laughs> experience of like seeing what they got on the rollers. We bought $75 worth of taquitos. I just I just really love... I don't go in any of the rollers. Dude, but, but also see, like the hometown I was from, they barely had like three. On yeah, the they were they were high like rollers. But it's like super cool <laughs> to find new places to eat, like the Seven Eleven on Seventh Street. What about the Seven Eleven in Chetwynd? On the Seven Eleven, that's a great Seven Eleven. Hashtag Katrina Brogdon. Shout so, out! I love Seven Elevens. It's like my favorite thing to see, like what they got, because some Seven Elevens have chicken wings, some have taquitos, some have some protein some drinks, have dollar Slurpees. Dollars, dollar surfery any size. Hashtag McDonald's. Wait, what? What? Okay. Uh, <laughs> least favorite things about touring, Eric. Uh, when Jody farts on stage. Oh, dude. Okay, Eric has been on tour this for a week, and I may have had kale today. Enough said. <laughs> 
It's just unbearable. <laughs> How's Dude. a guy supposed to do his job when he can't breathe? Something died inside of me today, and I do not apologize. Because you ate. I, a- I just felt bad for the kids asking for autographs while that was just floating around. I was just trying not to vomit. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh. That was the worst. Whole Foods. Let's just keep you. moving on. What's uh, the next? Subject? No, 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 Graham. Uh, <laughs> least favorite thing about touring. Jody farting on stage while we're on tour. <laughs> no, no, no. There are worse things than that. Um, okay, come on. Honesty. Least favorite thing. Freaking seeing the gas <laughs> thing when it's like you have zero kilometers left and you're 12 kilometers left from the gas station and you know that there's like a reserve of gas, but you don't know if you're going to make it and that stress. And that's terrible. And then when the 7-Elevens don't have hot dogs, <laughs> that's the worst. That's the the worst. ones that are wrapped in a bun already or the ones unexposed? The, the freaking rollers. The exposed naked hot dogs. Right, not a corn dog. Yeah. I um, like corn dogs. My most favorite thing about touring is... What's uh, your least favorite? Okay, least favorite thing? About that's the question, isn't it? Well, uh, I, was, I had an answer. First one. Okay. But least favorite thing about touring... Um, is bands that don't actually advertise that they're playing or bands that think that social media alone will bring in fans. Seriously, call your friends, get them to the show. Also, bands that don't rehearse. Yeah. Like, when you watch that band, when there's just utter garbage happening on stage... That is my least favorite part of touring. Shout out Edmonton. Get your shit together. Yeah. You're getting there, though. There was some good stuff. Um, favorite part. Favorite part of touring? That moment when you uh, when you really rock out on stage and, and the crowd's into it. Also, when the other bands are just awesome. Killing it. I yeah. would rather play with bands that are far better than me. I, I want to see those bands that are just like I love it. watching good Canadian music, man. Oh, man. There's a lot of good Canadian artists <coughs> out there. Shout out to all the artists in Canada. Just yeah. freaking crushing Keep it. Keep crushing it. Yeah. If you're not crushing it, get it together. Like, like, a, like a panther. Like a panther. Like a sex panther. Play a flaming flute. I don't care. You know what I really love? What What do you love, Craig? Peppered bacon. Pe- mm. Graham is currently eating a bucket of cheese... Bacon and meat. Chicken thighs. Yeah, cheese, bacon, meat. So good. I'm proud of you. And it's peppered. Okay. Um, uh, biggest question for today. What does it take to become a legitimate touring act? I have a few thoughts on this, but I'll defer to you guys for first, because I have to pour myself another adult beverage. What what it takes to become a legitimate touring like, act? What does it take to be a legitimate touring act? Today? You know what? There's different schools of thought. There's the bands that give her hard, and they work their day jobs to to like pay for their touring, and they tour like ten years in a row without even seeing success. And I think honestly, it's like. Like, we're doing it a little different. We do these education shows where we where, uh, we believe that education and rock and roll and music belong to each other. Oh, well, yeah. Totally. 
And uh, I, I think if you're not doing, if you're not inspiring people, then you're not doing it right. But uh, so basically, okay. to become a legitimate so, touring so band. So what, what do we do? We we uh, we do a history of rock and roll show. We do rock camps. We do a whole bunch of stuff. And like we're obviously like trying to strive to put our own original music out there more. But the biggest thing is like if you're if you're even trying to put your music out there, you're a legitimate touring band. Like if you tour Edmonton, Red Deer, and Calgary and Lethbridge, you're a touring band. If you tour Whitehorse, Haynes Junction, and Whitehorse, you're not you're... a touring band. Yeah. If you tour Whitehorse, Watson Lake, and Haynes Junction, hell yeah. As long as you're making music and having fun, I, I, I give you all the props. 100%. Uh, my thoughts on that are, if you want to be a legitimate touring act, um, you need to first focus on being really, really, really good at what you do first. So you need to be able to put out good music, and you also need to find an angle to make money on the road. Like, it, like yeah, we all want to just play our own original music all day, all night. Yeah, I live that rock and roll, like Van Halen lifestyle where you go, millions of fans automatically love you. The 80s are dead. Sorry, Gray. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to find a way to make music think, and make uh, money. I think, uh, yeah, totally. Like, so we, like, we do school shows during the day because, yeah, we're former elementary school teachers and we love teaching, but... We make money during the day so we can play at night. You got to want it in a way too though that you like you make it your priority. Yeah. You're like totally. I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm not going to go work at McDonald's. I'm not going to go stock shelves. I'm going to play music and yeah. this is what I'm going to do to I, get myself. I was reading uh, I bought the about this uh, this book by Ari. I can't remember his name. Ari. Um, but he's he's got a he's got uh, a Twitter account called Aries Take and he's just like those people that get a day job and they're like oh man I gotta take this promotion so I can make more money so I can afford my band mm -hmm. those aren't the people you want to tour with it's the people that are ex exactly what you say like I gotta commit to this so I can make this my priority so yeah. I can go out there and do it yeah we all need to make money like we're all musicians we all need to make our like we all need to pay rent. We all need to buy food. We all need to feed our dogs and feed our cats and like feed our lizards and all those things. But I think we just like we're all searching for that way to make money on the road. And we like speed control as like we as a band have found that. Like we make money on the road, but we also struggle with pulling people at like to a show in Vancouver. Well, we're all trying to do the best we can. Yeah, and frankly, I'm just trying to grow the size of my left quad. Would you rather have a, a Guinness, or Guinness draft or a Coca-Cola Zero with uh, whiskey? Who are you asking? Uh, you, me? Uh, Guinness draft? I'm going to go with Guinness draft as well, even though you I'm drinking a, a Coke. No, no, no. Because I don't want you to die from having not Guinness. Would you rather ski or snowboard? Snowboard. I would rather ski. Um, would you rather ski down Everest or snowboard down Everest? Ski. Snowboard. 
I only know how to snowboard, so I choose snowboard. I'm choosing snowboarding really parasailing. Everest or K2? Everest. Everyone dies on K2. I saw the movie. What's K2? It's, it's one, the hardest mountain to climb in the it, world. It's the most dangerous mountain in the world. Everyone that's climbed it has already died. 42 <laughs> or 79? What? 42 or 79? 42 is the answer to life. Nope. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Get your sick together, Graham. Douglas Adams. 79. So thanks for all the fish. No. Woo! 79 because that's the address of the house I was born. Well, that's there's no dolphins involved with that. So, Sir Eagle Cock or Taint Stick? Uh, I'm gonna go with Sir Eagle Cock. Yeah, I, would, I thought you said Sir Evil Cock, but if you did say Sir Eagle Cock, I still go with that. Okay, <laughs> so as we did our Instagram poll, one of the things that came up was uh, Graham has requested that we talked about, it, and I'm I'm specifically saying. Graham has requested... I think this is the topic I've been preparing for. Yeah. <laughs> has requested that we talk about sex bots. Yeah. So, Eric has much insight on this, but I'm going to go first. Sex bots. Okay. So, you're lonely. Where do we start? You're lonely. You're living alone. The pressures of the world have gotten to you. There's so much pressure. There's no time to go out and meet a lady. What do you do? You get you a bad spot. You spend $15,000 on a sex bot? That's Not less 15. than a marriage. They're going to be at the dollar store eventually. To be honest, I have been married. I have been divorced. It did not cost me $15,000. Well, you think about the emotional trauma. There's going to be a whole uh, bunch of different models, Jody. Basic, felt, ranging I, to complex and sophisticated. I felt like I grew and learned from my experience. I did not lose not anything in my marriage. Not too far from now, you'll be able to get a common sex bot at the Walmart. Okay, but we have talked about this prior to this. So, sex bots, yes. You get to have sex with them. Life is grand. There's no repercussions. But so what, 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 what role does that play in denying humanity humanity? What if, what if they know your deepest, darkest secrets? So we're talking spy sex bots. But a human can know them too. Yeah. No, but sex bots have. To. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that humans. Having sex bots is going to turn out a lot worse than Listen, humans having... Human I'm, I'm in the middle of eating Jack, Monterey Jack cheese and bacon. Okay, <laughs> Eric. Sex bots, go. Man, I don't even know where to get started. You gotta be... You just start wherever you want to start. Okay, first we'll of all... We'll take it from there. Well, Paris and Aiden's band there, Swamp Sex Robots, got me thinking earlier on a whole <laughs> another topic. Cause Are they robots? Well, if you're a swamp sex robot, wouldn't you technically need to be waterproof? Because the swamp is very watery. So you wouldn't necessarily look like a traditional robot. Much more like <coughs> a rubber gasket sort of sealed off unit. Um, yeah, I don't know where you want to take that. But I, I imagine it wouldn't be your traditional looking robot if you were a swamp sex robot. Okay, moving on from swamp uh, sex robots. Okay, um, uh, sex robot okay so, so let's say... Let's say in North America, which hasn't, well, it's ha it has happened, but it hasn't quite happened. Um, sex robots are introduced, and they're introduced as a regular companion for life. I think that's going to be a total, totally normal thing of the future. Because I think we're going to be able to create AI that can really uh, please our brains. We're going to be able to 
have simulated relationships with computers that uh, we enjoy. And yeah, man, you could make a you, they're already making fleshlights, man. Just slap them in a, in a talking robot, <coughs> and you've got yourself well, a companion. Yeah, here are my thoughts. Like, okay, great. We can slap a fake vagina on things mm-hmm. and call it call it a, a replacement for humans. But with, <sighs> with robots and the way that AI is heading, are we actually looking to replace humans? But what about... F- free will and if your free will dictates that that's something you want to do is isn't that the direction humanity is intended to head okay free will great but i think i think free will yeah i guess we're heading to the point where we if can the all, people want it they'll have it yeah and that that's that's, that's and the people want robots they can bang <laughs> Like, I can't deny that. Yeah, they're going that route. But if we all go that route, we're going to all just die. That's good. I've already No, no, no. People will still do it, man. There ain't nothing going to be like the real, you know, the real thing. Yeah, okay. You can say that. (laughs) But the problem is... Hey, there. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Oh, what? Chewing it up, that's the thing, baby. When you got my girl. Oh, yeah, baby. You got my world. Don't sit. You're not my friend. Robots. You're a robot, but Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Priest, priest, priest. You went into you're not my friend. Like, where, where did that come from? Okay, I friends. said you're not my friend. You're not my, you're my robot. Oh, Keep it going. You're not my friend. You're my robot. I'm gonna take you down one night. Never don't back down. When you see my friends, build up the ends. Thank you. I'm gonna have to do some serious editing on this podcast. All right. Well, thank you very much for being part of this. I think this is things that people need to know. I would like to say that. Uh, it snowed in Vancouver today. Snowed in Vancouver. So Edward we are probably in. not having school shows tomorrow, so we will probably record another podcast at 9 a.m. Come on, Vancouver. The amount of days I did donuts just trying to get to work, and you guys are having a snow day. Oh, yeah, dude, dude. I watched seven people back up while they were going forward while I was walking. Can't do it. Ago. It's very hilly here, though. Well, I we're gonna try. Wait, wait. wait. Let's see what our podcast time is. We are at eleven hundred and seventy-five milliseconds. We're gonna go ten, dude. This longest one yet. Dude, we're we gonna go for forty hour. minutes. We're thirty-nine minutes and oh, seventeen seconds. Just lay it down. Just lay it down. Come on, Eric. Yeah. Give us a ride. Give us a ride. Hey, y'all. You're about to have an ear experience. On the podcast, Malerians, we're about to hit 40 minutes, another record, mm, we're laying it down what, what, for the what? record, oh, I run record with records, but that's okay, yeah, it's like Kid Rock. I'm having a great day, Jody's laying a beat, oh, yeah. a grand class, and I'm tapping my feet, uh, I like Jody, he wears glasses because he lie. can't see so great, but the doctor freestyle, he's like, man, I'm losing it, I'm starting to. Wrap about your glasses, man. The camera just fell off the phone. It does that. Okay, bye.